We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome, everybody, to the Guilty as Charged podcast. I am Scott Simpson. I am so excited today to be joined by my friend, my colleague, my partner in crime over at Nimble W Numbers. He is a Pac-12 expert. He's, more importantly, an Oregon Ducks aficionado. Quack, quack. I have the Bo McBigtime himself here. Uh, Bo underscore McBigtime. Welcome, brother. So excited to have you on the Guilty as Charged podcast today. Glad to be here. So let me let me welcome you into the family here. We are all about uh, bolt up Charger Nation here on Guilty as Charged. And what we're going to do today is we're going to kind of unpack Justin Herbert. And I brought you in because of your aficionado and what you know about Justin Herbert. You've studied him uh, while you have been uh, you know working hard, which I love over uh, there at NimbleWNumbers.com, which I happen to you know be a purveyor of. Uh, you have been crushing it, uh, and you have particularly been looking at quarterbacks and their values over the last couple of years. Justin Herbert stands out to me. He stands out to you. What have you seen uh, on film and what have you seen in his performance last year uh, that has kind of got you wowed? Um, I think it was more of like, I kind of saw the ceiling, but I didn't maybe expect it to come out so soon. Um, first of all, nobody expected Tyrod Taylor to have his lung punctured last year by the team doctor. Yeah. Um, and then, at the same time, nobody expected the rookie to be tossed in three minutes before kickoff against the defending world champs and go out and throw three touchdown passes and nearly beat them. Um, if it wasn't for Anthony Lynn's ineptitude at coaching, they would have won that game. Um, but I saw the ceiling as a possibility 
as when he was a junior at Oregon. If he had come out after his junior season at Oregon, he would have been a top five pick, uh, maybe even number one. And then he decided to stay for his senior year, which was uh, by NFL scout standard. They hoped they was they were hoping he'd come out. Um, Oregon, of course, was thrilled. Uh, took him to the Rose Bowl. Um, and what people don't realize about Justin Herbert is he is a do-it-all kind of quarterback. He's got a great deep ball finesse and arm strength. He's he's very smart. He's savvy in the pocket, and he's a lot more mobile with his size of frame that he has than people give him credit for. In his last collegiate game, he had three rushing touchdowns. He's uh, he's a lot more uh, elusive and athletic than people lead on because he's six foot six and two forty. And he's, but he's a lot more like Cam Newton than he is like Tom Brady. Yeah, no, he is athletic. And I have to say, I did undersell him last year in, in Dynasty, particularly when we were in the draft and we were kind of nitty gritty. I, I don't have any Justin Herbert shares uh, in my my stock. <laughs> I know I missed out, but th- I made up for it this year in my best ball draft. Last week, I did a best ball draft here on Guilty as Charged. Someone snagged Herbert from me. Tim Turner, you son of a gun. He snagged him for me, for me, one pick in front of me. I was so upset because I have Herbie on most of my teams. Uh, he's my most drafted quarterback this year. I love his upside. We have the stats up here on the screen. Last year, uh, 332 fantasy points. He finishes the QB9, around 22 points per game, uh, which did end up being ninth in points per game as well. So sometimes the average is way up or down. It doesn't correlate to where you finish as QB9. So it kind of uh, worked out well there. I- I'm really excited about Justin Herbert. And what I want to do is it's not just him. He's got, uh, you know, Slater coming in. They have a brand new line coming in. Uh, that's one of the things I'm really excited about. But then there's just a plethora of weapons. So here's one thing I want to do. I kind of want to run through the weapons with you and kind of just get your take on uh, what you see, uh, you know, kind of the, the, the usage being for, for the different skill sets that these players have, how they complement particularly Justin Herbert, because that's our, our focus today. Uh, but he's not by himself. He's got pass catchers. He's got Austin Eckler in the backfield. Uh, here's the list of friends here. At running back, Austin Eckler, Joshua Kelly, Justin Jackson, uh, Larry Roundtree III was just drafted. Wide receivers, we know we got Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Jalen Guyton, Josh Palmer round out the four, and then I have Jared Cook and Trey McKitty. I, I did leave off Donald Parham. I should not have. It just I ran out of room. But Donald Parham is there as well. I know McKitty's going to be more of a blocking tight end, but Parham, huge target, you know, 6'8", uh, loved him in the XFL. I actually have uh, a Renegades hat. That's how much I love Donald Parham uh, and the crew that they were doing down there. They're awesome. So uh, let's talk about these weapons. H- how do you see Justin Herbert using, you know, maybe let's go down the list of, of go to running backs, wide receivers, and then tight ends this, this year. So running back, Austin Eckler jumps right off the page because as, as a, a smaller back with good, great speed and elusiveness, uh, he's one of the best receiving running backs in the NFL. Um, health permitting, he's – He's a, a running back that's easily in the top 10 for points per game. Um, and and Herbert really loves checking down to him. And, and Eckler's talented enough to run his own route tree, uh, which uh, we definitely saw when he came back from his hamstring injury. Uh, we saw Herbert utilize Eckler in space quite a bit um, through, out of the backfield mostly, but also in the slot because Eckler is a really tough guy to keep keep in front of you. He's uh, he's incredibly quick and elusive, but he's a lot stronger than he looks too. Um, 
and I wouldn't I wouldn't call any of the other running backs on their on their roster even relevant. Uh, Joshua Kelly's just a guy. I saw a lot of him at UCLA. He's pretty mediocre, but he's a professional running back. He'll get some touches. I don't expect much more than four yards of carry and a cloud of dust from him. Um, Justin Jackson might be a, ca- a casualty in camp because he just hasn't never stayed healthy. Um, he, I, I never like using the term injury prone, but Justin Jackson's had probably the worst uh, luck with injuries over the over his three or four year career that maybe ever seen because he just seems to he seems to flash when he's on the field, but it's never very long before right. he's got some kind of foot or ankle or knee or hamstring. Uh, lots of lower body injuries can pile up, and if you're not in a position to get your next contract, the team is probably going to look the other way, which is probably why they drafted Roundtree out of Missouri um, or even just as an undrafted free agent Roundtree. Uh, is, he's, he's just that lunch pail type guy he's going to play special teams he's going to he's going to uh, show up for depth um so yeah other than Eckler the running backs don't impress me but Eckler is impressive enough standing alone uh as a pass catcher and as a change of pace running back uh that this there's plenty to be excited about with the, that combination of of talent between Herbert and Eckler yeah and they had double digit targets last year a couple of times where you don't really target your running back more than five times a game on average. You don't really Unless you're Philip Rivers. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, that guy, he, he just had an opinion for his running backs. And, uh, I mean, speaking of Chargers, he, he, he did this with Sproles, you know. So there's a, there's a history of kind of understanding how to use running backs. Uh, I do love that Lombardi is coming from a place where Alvin Kamara was really used effectively as well in space. One thing that, that Austin Eckler does well, uh, that, that Kamara does as well, he doesn't go down after the first hit. Now, where, where he does use elusiveness and shiftiness as well, he'll, he'll lower that shoulder, and Eckler will put you. And he's, he, he looks like a littler guy that you can, you can take down, but he is jacked. I love that shirt uh, off picture is, last yeah. year. He is rippling. I, I love him. He's, the, only, the only thing small about him is his height. He's, he's right. built like a he's built like a, a fire hydrant basically. Yeah. And you kind of get leverage on a guy that's that quick and fast. It's also that strong and compact. And that's why he's had such a, an amount of success as an undrafted product that basically uh, got his shot in the preseason and hasn't looked back since. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of Austin Eckler, by the way. I love him. Drafted him last year on my uh, CDs, TDs team, and I'll get him again. I definitely will get him again. Uh, well, let's talk about Keenan Allen next because Keenan Allen is, is the, the premier wide receiver uh, on this uh, team. He is a perennial wide receiver one in fantasy football. He's getting you close to double-digit touchdowns. You have know, seven, eight, nine touchdowns. He's also going to get you close to 100 yards, you know, over 1,000 or 100 receptions, over 1,000 yards. He is exactly what Justin Herbert needed last year to be successful. Somebody who's got sure hands that will go in the middle, that will go up, that climbs the ladder, has a route tree like none other. He can run every route. He can run it better than almost everybody else. Uh, And then he can run out of the slot. He can run out of the X. He can run out of the Y. He is a true number one. How do you see the maturation, the year two step uh, with Herbie uh, and then my man Keenan Allen? Keenan Allen is the most underappreciated wide receiver in the league. Um, especially as a, as a fantasy commodity, we're talking a guy who's um, he's a technician out there. He's he's tough. He's big. He's physical. He runs routes better than just about anybody. Um, and he doesn't need to be a burner. That's not his game. His game is to get open, be the first option, and always to be there for the quarterback. And Herbert and 
and Keenan Allen are going to be a duo for at least the next two to three years uh, without much slowing down. There might even there might be an uptick in in volume coming from uh, just not being able to rely on some of the other younger guys or even Mike Williams just staying on the field because he's he's a different type of player himself. Um, but Keenan Allen is as good as it gets. Yeah, well, I was going to say that, and kind of not not even injury prone. I think Mike Williams plays the game physical. And he plays the game, uh, yeah, and especially on the edge. He, if you want somebody on the edge catching a forty yard, you know, fly pattern or a go route, uh, that man will go up. He will sacrifice his back, his body, his neck. He'll get hit by a safety. He'll get hit by uh, a corner at the same time. Uh, he goes all out, but at times it's been hard for him to stay on the field consistently. Uh, when he has been a couple years ago over you know 10 touchdowns he he really put that great season together uh, I don't expect that from him this year the touchdown wise I do think they're going to spread the ball around a lot when it comes to that other wide receiver group whether uh, we're talking about Jalen Guyton who flashes a deep target last year which I love and that that's a that's a part of, of, of Herbert's game that you know they didn't not that he didn't throw downfield a lot but when there was a wide open, uh, you know, Guyton flashing, oh yeah, man, he he would hit him. Um, but I don't know how many design plays were specifically put in for Guyton, and so as a speedster, I'd love to see what he can do this year. Um, but they did draft Josh Palmer. Uh, what do you see in Josh Palmer? Uh, I know there's been mixed reaction. Uh, I know that when they first got him, the grade wasn't so high in some of the places I saw. But then uh, our our friend Jordan Vanek, uh, who loves the SEC, was was very excited for the Chargers to get him, and and just expressed to me, you know, personally. Personally, man, that's a great pickup there. So how do you kind of see this other wide receiver crew uh, settling out? Um, I think Josh Palmer was drafted as Mike Williams' replacement because I don't expect Mike Williams to stick around for his next contract either. Um, and they're very similar players. They're they're not gigantic, but they're they're very fast. They get down the field. They run the nine in the post and the, and the deep corner routes really well. Um, you're not going to expect Josh Palmer or Mike Williams to operate and running quick routes out of the slot. That's not their game. Guyton, I think, could slot into the slot a lot better because he's more of that small, shifty, quick guy that kind of got loose a few times a la Scotty Miller last year. Um, and Justin Herbert throws one of the best deep balls in the entire league. And we're going to see even more of that with Palmer and Guyton and even Jared Cook getting vertical this year. Um, that's, uh, that's the, there's a reason why they went and sought after certain people to fill their offensive spots with because they wanted to get more vertical than they were last year because Herbert is, he's lethal down the field. Yeah. And, uh, I, I did a little film breakdown of Jared Cook. Uh, a couple weeks ago uh, for the Guilty as Charged podcast as well. Uh, yeah. and, and when I looked at the, the red zone uh, target that he presents, really from the 20 uh, and, and in, uh, it, it's remarkable because he's able to get those contested catches. He's able to get up over almost all the linebackers. Uh, I believe he's 6'7", and so he, or 6'6". Six, six, he's able to jump. Uh, his contested catch rate is, I think, third at a tight end. So he, he is exactly what they need. They have Parm on the other side, too. If you do 12 personnel and you got those two tight ends, you're mismatching somebody. And you've got, my, let's say you put Mike Williams, Keenan Allen on the outside. You know, you've got Eckler in the back. You can do a lot of different things. I think that's the, the cool part about this offense is you're going to have a lot of different weapons all in every part of the field, in the slot, on the outside, on the inside, in the middle of the field. You're going to get full coverage, and, and I think Herbert is going to kind of be let loose. And, and be, being let loose, he, he did great last year. You know, So it's not like he, he uh, is going to be you know, um, 
Um, but I don't think as a rookie he had the full, uh, like you said, he got uh, from a stabbing, accidental lung puncture. You know, he's all of a sudden in the game. That's different from we know you're the starter. We're planning for you. We we have all these packages, like you said. Uh, let's get you boot action out in the in the rolling open seas to get some touchdowns this year. I, I do think he has a chance to be uh, a top five quarterback. Uh, we'll we'll get into to your prediction in a second. What I have up now is the kind of the ADP. You can kind of see where people are going. Uh, Austin Eckler is the the first draft pick. Of course, running back scarcity is driving that. He's around the twentieth pick right now. Uh, this is uh, in a PPR, and this is from Fantasy Data, by the way. I do love those guys. Uh, next is Keenan Allen. He's going to be a 30 ADP, which is you know right in the middle of that third round. And I've seen him go there yeah. several times. That's a value right there, honestly. Getting him in that wide receiver two. If you're, he's a lock to be a wide receiver one. He's a lock to be a wide receiver one. And he's being drafted as wide receiver 18 or 19 from what I've seen. And that's for me, that's just disrespectful. Um, but I'm going to eat that up as somebody who likes to draft running backs early. I'm going to be eating up uh, that uh, that uh, Keenan Allen wide receiver one in the third round, um, among other names. But he's right there at the top of that list of targets for my third round. Yeah, and the and the other two, Justin Herbert is at at ADP 54, so he's he's right, you know, dead set in the beginning of that fifth roundish, you know. That's pretty high. That's pretty high. That's a little bit high. Um, I think he'll go later in home drafts and in home leagues. I think it'll be a little bit different. Uh, the other players, really, Jared Cook, no one's going to draft him. You could probably uh, pick him up late in the, in the later rounds of the draft. You can also stream him this year. Uh, Mike Williams will get selected. Uh, you know, he's going to be in the 10th round and later after that is kind of where you, you're going to find Mike Williams. Uh, he's a late-round flyer for sure. I'm not going to be reaching for Mike Williams, though, just given his his uh, no. inability to stay healthy consistently. Uh I'm not going to pick Justin Jackson. I do see he is the running back. The problem with that situation, like you said, he might even be on the team. We don't, we don't know how this is all going to shake out. And I do want to see, uh, you know, so the only chargers I'm really hammering are the top three right now in any of my drafts, but I think they're all worth it. And I do think this year that you're going to see uh, increased numbers from Herbert, even though it's, it's, I mean, he did great last year. Uh, so let me ask you now, where, where do you kind of have him, finishing in your QB rankings. Is he somebody, maybe at that ADP it's a little pricey, but if he slips, are you, are you getting him, Russell Wilson? You know, what, where, where are you having him kind of in that, in that tier with? Um, I'm upgrading him a couple spots. I have him as, as quarterback, quarterback seven uh, from nine last year, not because I don't think he'll do much better or much worse than, than last year. I think he'll have marked improvement in efficiency. Uh, but I also see two of those top 10 quarterbacks uh, that were ahead of him dropping out of the top 10, um, Deshaun Watson being one of them and Russell Wilson being the other. Um, so in just kind of moving Herbert in front of those two and going from nine to seven is a pretty good jump. He obviously has the ceiling to be in the top five uh, because his mobility is underrated. Um, and I, before before we wrap this up, I wanted to mention Tyron Johnson. At the end of last season was as reliable a, a slot as you could get, and it was basically because the injuries piled up. But he's a pretty versatile wide receiver, so if you're in a deeper PPR league, I would definitely throw a dart at Tyron Johnson because he's he proved himself uh, as worthy of a roster spot this year. Yeah, and another thing to think about, too, for DFS is if, if Herbert's going to throw – 
Uh, you got some of these guys who are going to be priced down in the 3000 to 4000 the 4K range. Uh, that's a steal. If you can get Guyton for 4K and he goes off for, you know, a 60, 70-yard touchdown, you're, you're quad maxing, as they like to say, or you're on a quintuple maxing. Uh, well, that just means you're, you're draft – the amount of price you pay, let's say you pay $4,000, if they hit 20 you know, points, then you have five maxed your money in that. That's and kinda, you blocked the chalk. You rock, yeah, you, that chalk got blocked. So. <laughs> no, I love it. Thank you. Uh, where, where can people find you? People know me. I'm Scott Simpson, Nimble W Numbers. Uh, I'm, I'm the underdog fantasy guy, codenamed Nimble over there. I'm the millionaire's maker. Where, people can, where can people find you? And by the way, your amazing products. So uh, on Twitter, I'm pretty active at Bo underscore McBigTime. Um, I'm the creator and the head chef and chief food pornographer for uh, BigTimeFlavorCode.com, home of the world's most deliciously intense condiment, hot box gourmet hot sauce, um, as well as some other seasoning blends that I've come up with in my home kitchen. They're all delicious. They're all intense, and they'll all change your life as a home cook. So uh, make sure you go to BigTimeFlavorCode.com and get yourself a big-time bundle if you want to try everything. I love it. And you know what? I'm going to have to re-up my order because this is my last. I keep a bottle, a vintage bottle, from every big order I've gotten from you. So I've got three of them left, and I want to open them. I want to save them, so I'm going to have to buy some more. Thank you, everybody. I appreciate you all. Please check us out on the Guilty as Charged family. I'm one of many. There's a bunch of us out there. We'll be back next week, and we're going to talk a little bit next week about building a dynasty team. If you haven't got into dynasty, oh, man, I am, I've got a treat for you. Dynasty is so much fun. So please check us out next time. We'll see everybody. Peace.